Welcome everybody to Feng Shui Mastery and today we're looking at the five Feng Shui keys to that special relationship that you would like to attract into your life. And we have a special guest today, her name's Karina and we're going to look at the five keys that she herself discovered in implementing the ideas and the philosophy of Feng Shui. Hi there Karina. Hi, Kathy. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for actually agreeing to do this because we've had some fantastic discussions in the past about how you met your current partner. And I know that you've attributed some of it to the ideas that you looked into with regards to feng shui. Yeah, absolutely. And so I thought let's look at some of those five components that are very um, fundamental to your own personal journey and how you discovered them and how you implemented them. So I'd like to move on fast and just look at the first, one of the first keys looking at is what you discovered in and around your own personal environment in relation to stored memories and stored photographs, basically clutter. Would you like to comment on that, please? Yes, well, I was introduced to Feng Shui through my brother who gave me a book. And I remember reading the book and quite enjoying it and, you know, agreeing intellectually with the book but never actually taking action. Uh, so I agreed intellectually with everything that was being said but then never did anything. Then um, it happened that I, I was single for quite a while. I was single for about three and a half years and I was getting a bit frustrated to say the least I was seeing everyone around me um everyone around me like you know get into relationships either get engaged you know things like that and their their life was moving on and mine wasn't and I couldn't understand um you know I if I was attracted to someone they weren't they weren't attracted to me if they were attracted to me. I wasn't attracted to them. Like nothing was working for three and a half years, and um, and so I, I spoke to this uh, to this person, a, a, a guy called Glenn, and um, th this guy said to me that the reason I was still single uh, was because I was holding on to stuff that was given f to me um, by past relationships, and that was holding on to them and I wasn't letting uh, you know clearing out the space mm -hmm. for someone new to come in and um, and so he said you have to you know you have to get rid of any gifts you were given by previous relationships any any postcards letters uh, pieces of jewelry uh, anything that you were given in order to you know meet someone and for me that was a bit hard because you know for me, my past relationships, you know, they're, they're part of my life and, and, you know, so were the gifts and so were the cards and all these memories. And for me, letting go of that was like letting go of part of my life, which I, I didn't want to do. Um, but I, I was that committed to making a change to my life, especially my love life, that I said, okay, I'll, I'll do it and let's, let's see if that works. So I... I threw away, you know, letters, Valentine cards, all of that. Uh, I was even keeping, um, 
you know, concert tickets, uh, you know, as a memory yeah. of, you know, going out with that person, going to a specific concert. I was sure. holding on to concert tickets. I mean, the amount of things I was holding on to is insane. Yeah. Uh, I hold on to plane tickets when we went on holidays together. Oh, wow. I hold on to that. So that, that was the, the yeah. amount of stuff I was holding on to. Well, people do, uh, right. Yeah, we do do that. Yes, because it's memories is part of our life. And, um, and so I got rid of all that. The hardest part was to get rid of actual gifts because, you know, they had some value and I liked yeah. them, you know. It could have been a necklace, a bracelet. Mm. And that was the hardest part to, to, you know, give that away because, you know, they were valuable things. Mm. I never thought, you know, in my wildest dreams would I, you know, let go of them. But I did it anyway because, you know, I'm a bit extreme. If I'm going to do one thing, I'll do it until the end. Yeah. And so I, w I went ahead and did that. And that was in... Uh, as far as I remember, that was in August 2011. I did a big cleansing, uh, <laughs> big clearing out of clutter. And so so that was uh, August 2011. In, in mid-September 2011, so about four weeks later, uh, I met my husband and we got married six, uh, six months later. So... You know, you and I, we don't believe in coincidences. Oh, <laughs> and, yeah. and that was certainly not a coincidence, especially the f knowing the fact that, that I had met him several times before. Yes. Yeah. And I was never attracted to him. We, we sat, to, uh, sat next to each other at a restaurant uh, maybe a year and a half prior to that. And we didn't even speak to each other. That's how unattracted we, we were to each other. So or, that, you that's know. fascinating, Karina. I just wanted to bring you back to the whole concept of timing because you knew each other prior but you maybe you weren't resonating either of you from a, a vibrational energy or something that you just didn't see each other what what do you think absolutely absolutely uh at at the time he i mean he wasn't i think looking for anyone anyway uh and so it, it was just a question of a question of timing and and the uh we were both ready energetically when we saw each other for probably the third time. We were ready energetically. What's interesting as well is that he had been looking for someone for quite a while um, and he hadn't met anyone. And his sister, who is very much into Feng Shui, gave him a, a statue of um, a statue. It's a man and a woman intertwined together right and mm. she she placed that in his bedroom saying this will attract your soulmate and that happened about a month before we we met and so that's very interesting mm. and it's it's a white statue of a man and a woman holding each other and i can send you a picture of that so that you can yeah. send show your listeners uh, because because now we have it in our bedroom mm. um so you know, we, I had cleared out clutter. He had, uh, he never really had a lot of clutter, but he had the statue in his room um, and, and his sister had decided that, you know, that statue would bring uh, his, <laughs> his soulmate. Um, so that was very interesting how we both were, you know, single for quite a long mm. time and struggling to meet anyone. And, um, how do you and, feel uh, when you let go of all the clutter? You, you know, you, you let go of all those memories or how did you feel energetically within yourself? Um, well, it was hard while I was doing it, but the sense of, you know, getting rid of things so you have space, just having space where you, not, 
you know, just clean space yes. is amazing when you look back. So, you know, when you do it, you have doubts. You're like, am I doing the wrong, you know, am I doing the wrong thing? Is that right what I'm doing? You know, getting rid of gifts, you know, because um, it's it's hard to let go of gifts, you know. It's it's yeah. almost it's almost rude if you know what I mean Um, so so you know you have doubts but it feels so good it was like a weight lifted off my shoulder when I did that right so basically this is a really good facet for people to lock into is first of all just looking at what you've got around you that takes you back into a memory of somebody else perhaps who is no longer in your life I'm talking about a significant other I'm not talking about particularly yep. family members, and to actually let go of that because it does have an energetic energy which basically is is, is pulling you back to another um, time, another place, another emotion, an, an emotional vibration, um, which basically if you were looking for a, a new life, that possibly is a blockage to that. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and I'm definitely the, living yeah. proof of that. Mm-hmm. And what about the, you were saying about, the ritual of letting go in terms of cleansing the space that you're living in. Right. So it's, you know, Feng Shui, it's, it's always a work in progress. You know, you, you don't just declutter once and that's it. It's always a work in progress. And so, um, so you, you gave me the smudge sticks, which are great. I use all the time at the sage uh, smudge sticks. And, um, and I've noticed that if, if my day has not been going well, I, you know, there's been a, a conflict at home or, uh, you know, I've, yeah. I've just been handling a lot of stress uh, with work because I work from home. Um, what I do is I just clear the space. I open the windows. I say an affirmation out loud. And as I, you know, as I uh, burn the sage sticks mm. um, around the house and just that ritual is feel so good because I have a a sense of peacefulness after I finish and a sense of everything's going to be okay mm. and I feel a bit relieved and you know if if I do it because it has had to do with conflict and you know at mm-hmm. home yeah um, I, f- I feel this sense of forgiveness where I realize well it wasn't that important. I was just sweating the small stuff. Yeah. So that's what it does to me. It's 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 really cleansing. Yeah, I think that's a great um, description of that whole process. That it's it's actually you're physically getting yourself involved in cleansing the space. And while there's um, a peacefulness and a forgiveness for, that you've mentioned to me in the past, I came up with the whole idea of also that there is a gratitude there as well of recognizing where you're at now um and that you know like you're saying it wasn't as big as your mind made it to be once you've got through that process exactly yes exactly absolutely absolutely Um, that's that is really helpful to people when when because if you think about it if we have all kinds of thoughts and and conflicts even within ourselves it doesn't even have to be with somebody else if you have like sabotaging self-sabotaging thoughts then to cleanse that space is really helpful for us as as individuals, let alone as as in relationships or families. Um, and I know you've said something about you placed certain things in your own home. Can you say a bit more about that? 
Well, what we did is our bedroom is in the uh, relationship area of the house, so our bedroom. Um, so we were, you know, very careful when we moved in that that was going to be the case just because, you know, I, I've read so many books on Feng Shui and watched your webinars that, you know, I was yeah. clear about where the bedroom yeah. was going to be. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm very careful about uh, not putting... Uh, uh, any television in the bedroom uh, for sure no television like I'm trying to make it a place of rest yeah. and nowadays you know especially because we work from home it's so easy to just bring our laptop to the to the bedroom yeah. and um, I used to do that actually I, I used to sleep with my laptop next to me to let it charge mm. and I realized that when I stopped doing that um, I was more it was more resting for me I, I felt rested in the morning whereas when I would go to bed all I could think of was you know what I need to do the next day what you know yeah. if I forgot to do anything uh, I, I, I couldn't switch off completely no, you never left your work basically exactly um I've also got uh I've also got two mandarin ducks on uh on our next to our bed and I've also yeah. got two uh pink quartz um Stones? Do you call them stones? Crystals. Crystals. Crystals yes. Yep, that's right. Uh, you know my little symbols that you know symbols that for me represent uh, represent uh, togetherness, communication, yeah. partnership. All these symbols. So for me, it's you know the 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 two pink uh, crystals, the, uh, the the statue, of course, the white statue of the man and the woman mm-hmm. intertwined together, mm-hmm. and the mandarin ducks. All these symbols I've put next to. Um, next to our bed just you know as a reminder that this is the sacred space the the sacred space of the relationship that's fascinating because i've just come from um a conference on saturday where they were saying that symbols um are so much more effective and um have a magnifying effect on our lives far more than words themselves that we see things or or feel things far greater um, and when it's a symbol, a symbol is a is a compressed form of information. So when you set your environment up like you've done, then you've actually connected the dots within the environment to give you the message back that you so much want in your life. And this is what is very invaluable to people is to if they do that for themselves, then they're actually supporting the road in which they want to go themselves. Absolutely. And you also mentioned something in in our last conversation, which I thought was extremely um, significant in a lot of people's lives, and that is when we come up against extreme events in relation to the home. Can you say a bit about that? Yes. Well, I, I was I was referring to you know floods or fires or, or robbery, which I you know I've been <laughs> I've I've gone through the three of them actually. And, you know, as devastating as it can be, you know, to experience a flood, for example, or a fire or a robbery, you know, you really feel uh, that, you know, you've had an evasion in your in, in your home. Sure. Um, and, um, and it's actually quite sad when you see that everything, your valuables are either sure. destroyed or have disappeared. Um, but I realized when... Well, f- first the the fire, uh, the the fire uh, eliminated quite a 
big chunk of our garden. Luckily, you know, the fire didn't reach mm. our uh, our house, the inside, but the garden. So, you know, coming back to your home where everything is black around you. Mm. Uh, that was quite devastating, and the and the flood uh, the flood flood did a lot of damage to you know the the the, the floors the walls. Um, it's a huge loss, isn't it? A lot, uh, it's a, a loss. huge loss, yeah. and the same same with you know the robbery. I came home one night, and you know I the door was the front door was open, all the cupboards were uh, were open, all all the things from the cupboard were on the floor, and uh, quite a few things missing. And at the time, each time it was it was just devastating. It was just devastating, and um, just you know things that I really valued just disappeared. But looking back now, I realized that it was actually a blessing in disguise because I it was an opportunity for me to start fresh, to start new. And every time I would start new, my my life would kind of get an upgrade because mm. I would get new things, better things more quality things instead so it was like it was basically looking back it it looks like it was just a way for me to get a a life upgrade if there is such a thing Mm. yeah I I I resonate with that how long did it take you to make that realization uh it was it was just about a year ago when I when I read the feng shui books I realized uh I look back at you know all the times where I had to start fresh and start new, uh, and when I had to replace objects and or eliminate some, and I that's when I remembered the flooding, you know, the fires, mm-hmm. the robbery, mm-hmm. and I realized, wow, actually, it they were good things because I bought this and that was so much better than what I previously owned, you know, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and. I received as a gift this, which you know was even better than what I used to have, and so it was just an opportunity for me to get a an, an upgrade. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's hard to see it when you're experiencing Definitely. it, you know, yeah. in the present. But yeah. looking back, it's usually, you know, a blessing in disguise. Because we take these incidences very personally, as if someone has personally gone in and planned it against yourself or oneself. Because that's how often we work as as people. Is that Anything that happens to us is taken personally. But um, I resonate with the whole idea of, you know, that something that you couldn't change yourself because it was so big maybe, something else outside of that has 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 done that. And, you know, even if, you know, people don't actually take that on board or believe that, the, the, the you know, it, it's one of the best ways or approaches to actually um, get over something as magnet, as as big as this is that mm-hmm. when something like this happens, is to say, well, it's a cleansing. It's like nature, you know, the fires burn the bush and then there's a, almost like a cleansing of nature, you know, mm-hmm. to start anew and, and new things to grow from that. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. so it sounds all in all that, you know, your your life to today has been, a, as a result, to some extent, as a journey of some of those feng shui keys that you actually implemented absolutely absolutely i mean we are talking about relationships today but also in the wealth area in the career area uh, as soon as i made a few changes last year after completing two two new books on feng shui i made a few changes you know place things differently uh definitely threw away things um and uh and just uh, my career has just you know 
taken off yeah. uh, as of a miracle. Things that, you know, things that I thought in my wildest dreams could happen, ha- you know, happened this year. So um, I, I think it's, it's um, you know, yeah, yeah thanks, yeah. Ray's responsible for that. Well, there you go. That's a huge statement, folks, to listen to. And I just want to thank you, Karina, for coming in and basically expressing your own feng shui journey and how it's impacted upon you and you know once again it's not had to cost it's cost very little hasn't it you know you don't have to go out and buy huge great big statues or anything like that it's more about less is more in many ways isn't it absolutely it's all about you know buying less stuff in in a way Mm. you know and and getting rid of a lot of things as well Because it crowds and clouds our judgment and all our and our clarity, I, w- I would have thought. Um, so that is fascinating. Thank you very much, and I wish you all the best, um, both in all the nine different aspects that Feng Shui actually addresses. So thank you, Karina. Thank you. <laughs>